Well, folks, it's Food Friday, and you know what that means. Sometimes it's rice, and sometimes, sometimes it's, it's beans. beans. Today's Food Friday is, as you saw in the title, Piscetti. Piscetti. <laughs> I love or, that you say Piscetti. What do you and say? I say Piscetti. You say it with a P? All the well, I don't. I say spaghetti, but all the kids that I knew growing up that couldn't say it said it with a P. Piscetti. But it they, make, they switch the P and the S. I, S-P. My kids always switch the B. There is no B in spaghetti at all. Spa. 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 <laughs> S-P. Buh-sketty. There is it's no B been, ever in the fine. whole word. The P makes a B sound. Spa. Spa. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Buschetti, right after this, folks. <laughs> Are we ready to begin? Good morning. My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in the character. Isaac's broken. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. First of all, I, the look on your face when I said there is no being spaghetti and you had, you were like, I don't, I, there's okay. not. <laughs> when I look at it in my head, there's a B in it. Because of In, how- in the Eddie part, in the backside. Sp- spaghetti. Spaghetti. You also have to keep in mind, I would switch schools from second grade uh, into third grade, which is when they teach oh, you how to spell. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, so that's I don't. That's a hard year to switch. I'm a bead spieler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bed spieler. Uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't put that out there. Well, <laughs> it's on the internet now, folks. Okay. I have uh, an article from uselessdaily.com, which has, is super fun. Anything that says useless yeah, facts. It might be one I'm of my new that. go-to's. But I got 25 facts about <laughs> spaghetti that you didn't know. Okay. Did you know spaghetti is the plural form of the Italian word spaghetto? Okay. <laughs> I'll just uh, no, I'll start the sentence. You finish I the sentence. I did know that. Okay. What about the folks at home that may have wanted to hear a clear and concise thought? Spaghetto. Spaghetto is where Misty lives. Spaghetto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the diminutive of spago, meaning thin string or twine. Mm. Uh, this I like spago. This doesn't make any sense. What? Uh, contrary to popular belief, Marco Polo did not discover pasta. Did someone tell us that he did that's what i'm saying <laughs> isn't Mar- i mean marco polo is just somebody that you're in the pool and you go marco it's polo. Polo. that's it <laughs> i didn't think he discovered no, spaghetti if he, if he did he would have been from like a country that he sailed to right <laughs> meaning, <laughs> doesn't even make sense meaning someone else invented it right anyway yeah okay the italian uh ancients the ancient italians made pasta much like we do today these um this is a really weak ass list right here i don't think it's bad at all i'm learning things okay so one of the things i have is italians never use a spoon and fork when eating spaghetti you know how you see fancy people like put the spoon at the end of the fork and whatever? Yeah, I just think those people Italians don't, don't do that. No, they don't have at to. All. Their noodles are thicker. They no. This is strictly an American habit. It has nothing to do with the way that it's actually made at all. Americans took this on because it made them look fancier. Huh. 
In Italy, you twirl a fork against the dish and just eat the spaghetti. Yeah. It's just eating. It's funny because in mafia movies, they make the mafia guys right, do that. They, but yeah. that, that's interesting. Yeah, Italians don't actually do that at all. And they actually laugh at Americans that do. Hmm. So if I see I a know, big mafia besides. guy eating it like that, I'm like, ha, ah, you're not like, a real what's mafioso. What's up, bitch? You're doing whoa, it wrong. Whoa. <laughs> and then he's going to shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's evidence suggesting that the Etruscans made pasta as early as 400 BC. What are the Etruscans? I have no idea. The evidence lies in a uh, bas-relief carving in a cave. I don't know what that is either. About 30 miles north of Rome, <laughs> the carving depicts instruments for making pasta, a rollout table, pastry wheel, and flour bin. Do you know Sketty and Meatballs is actually American? Uh, yeah, because they make a gravy in Italia. Thin spaghetti served with only tomato sauce dates back as far as the 19th century to Naples, Italy. In Naples, eventually, the sauce was served with fatty meats like bacon, ham, or sausage on the side. Mm. Meatballs made with beef as an accompaniment to spaghetti started showing up only in American cookbooks around World War II. Spaghetti and meatballs? Merkin. 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 The Chinese are on record as having eaten <laughs> pasta as early as 5,000 BC. Man, they they just knew how to do it right with they everything. They made firecrackers first, gunpowder, everything, biscotti. <laughs> yeah. There's about eight different things on I, here about Marco Polo. I'm skipping. At some point, I hope that someone takes this episode and makes it a drinking game. Yeah. That every time we mispronounce Bis- spaghetti, biscotti. that you have to take a shot. Biscotti, biscotti, biscotti. I think biscotti, it's a good biscotti. one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, well, unfortunately, normally we do a day of the week, but January 4th is National Spaghetti Day. It is. Um, I just picked spaghetti because I wanted to talk about spaghetti. Okay. And I like being able to say it wrong. The way I remember it, we, we were sitting in the uh, other wing of Brickyard Media Empire, and yeah. you were like, hey, butthole, what do you want to talk about for Food Fridays? And I said, biscotti. That's the way I remember it. You know what? I'll go with that. Okay. Sounds about right. It doesn't really matter. Do you want to know about the world's largest bowl of Piscetti? Yeah, do you have a picture? <laughs> I don't, oh. but I have some facts. Um, the world's record for the largest bowl of spaghetti was set in March 2009 and then reset in March 2010 when a restaurant in Garden Grove, California. Hello. I love how they say a restaurant. It was a Buca di Beppo. Wow. <laughs> like, it's not even like a family Italian restaurant. It's a chain. Yeah. One step above Olive Garden. Barely. Barely. Um, successfully, I can't wait to see your face, filled a swimming pool with more than 13,780 pounds of pasta. A swimming pool. Yes. Wow. A swimming pool. I love it. <laughs> I would, I would um, Scrooge McDuck that. No, Uncle, what's the duck that has the money? Scrooge. It's not, no. Is it Scrooge? Yeah. And he swims in it? Yeah, Scrooge. Oh, and Scro- he keeps it in his mattress. And, yeah. He's got the, in the ducktails. he has mm-hmm. the big Uncle Scrooge. Yeah, I would Uncle Scrooge that pasta. I would dive in and eat my way out. <laughs> uh, I can see you doing that, actually. Um, in, according to the International Pasta Organization, or oh. the IPO, as we How call it. How do I get to be a member of that? Well, well, I'll bring you up for membership next time I go to the meetings. There are more than Asshole. 600 different shapes of pasta produced throughout the world. Yeah. I've watched videos before of like little, like old, little old ladies in Italy that still 
hand make mm. at, like little pieces of pasta. We're not even talking like long things of spaghetti. Mm, just little like nubs. little pieces. Mm-hmm. And every one of them that they shape is shaped differently because they can. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. They're just like, I'm old and I make spaghetti. Uh, remember yesterday when we were talking <clears throat> about presidents? Yeah. Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States, is credited with uh, being the first person to introduce pasta to America back in 1789. Okay. Which doesn't make sense about that 19th century stuff that you were saying earlier, but we're using conflicting reports. Okay. One of the most important times in the history of spaghetti was World War II. It was then that American soldiers came in close contact with European cuisine bringing home tales about spaghetti and demanding its presence on the American market. Oh, fancy, fancy. It's coming home from war. You're like, hey. Get me some sketty. We had sketty over in the war. I want sketty on my table when I get home. Oh, uh, all of a sudden you just went full on like my, Yinzer, Pennsylvania. That's accent. my war voice. Okay. I just got back from war. I want some sketty. Um, in the year 2000, in the year 2000. That's a Conan reference. Over 1.3 million pounds of spaghetti were sold in American grocery stores. Mm. If you lined up all those packages, they would circle the earth nine times. Wow. Do you know how many miles around the earth is? You do. 26,000. See? Um, so much better at numbers. A dusting of Parmesan cheese is the most popular spaghetti topping. And for a long time, cheese and black pepper were the only condiments used with spaghetti. I still believe that those really are the only things that you need to put on it. I what else would you put on it? Sauce. Oh, some basil. Some, oh, some no, sauce. I mean, sausage is a given. Well, don't you put the... I put my herbs and seasonings in the, in the gravy. I often sprinkle some on top as mm. a way to plate... And make it more. Oh, don't get me wrong. When I do treat myself to a little Parmesan cheese, it looks like it snowed cheese on my pasta. Ew. I have really bad portion control issues when I cook pasta for myself. It, well, it's hard. Yeah. like how, It's really hard to eye like how much would be enough for one person. And yeah. Isn't, yeah. And then when you cook way too much. Then you need to eat it because... Spaghetti's not generally very good the next day. I love cold biscotti. Yeah. I love it. You gross. <laughs> uh, dry pasta used to be a luxury item in Italy because of high labor costs as the sem- semolina had to be kneaded for a long time. Which is wheat. Yep. Only after the Industrial Revolution in Naples, when a mechanical process allowed for large-scale production of dry pasta, did it become affordable and popular among the common folk. I have something interesting that goes back to your war thing. Okay. So... <clears throat> During the Vietnam War, establishments that serve pizza and pasta started to kind of blow up. Mm, that, bad choice of words. Mm. To pop up all over the place in okay. Thailand to cater to U.S. troops. Excuse me? Thailand. Okay. Thailand. Got it. Thailand. <laughs> Thailand. 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 I'm going to cut that out and make it slow. Thailand. Oh, so they wanted to cater to U.S. troops, and they thought pizza and pasta was the way to do that. Um, many of those places thrived, helping uh, Thailand <laughs> experience a big economic boom in the 70s. Yeah. 
It was during this time that Thai chefs began to experiment with Italian ingredients to create the hybrid Thai-Italian cuisine, which in Thailand (laughs) has become a very big deal. It wasn't long after that that they came up with a dish called Sapaketti Fat Ki Mao. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say that at all right. Sapaketti Fat Me Mao. Sapaketti Fat Ki Mao. A traditional Thai dish with spaghetti instead of rice noodles. Mm. So they use spaghetti noodles in this Thai dish. And they call it Eastern Spaghetti. Do you remember when... like that. Do you remember when we've talked about spaghetti on this show before? (laughs) I think I do. Do you? (laughs) On the most epic pranks, April Fool's pranks? Yeah, that's what I got right here. The BBC, when they tried, they made everybody believe that there were spaghetti trees. April 1st, 1957, Uh. the BBC made everyone believe that spaghetti grows on trees. (laughs) At the time, spaghetti was considered by many as an exotic delicacy. The spoof program explained how severe frost can impair the flavor of the spaghetti and how each strand of spaghetti always grows to the same length. This is believed to be one of the first times television was used to stage an April Fool's Day hoax. It's still so good. What an incredible prank. So good. Uh, let's see. we got time for a couple more. Mm-hmm. Eating pasta makes you happy, according to this I list. agree. I'm always very happy. It's true. The carbohydrates in pasta increase the body's production of serotonin, the neurotransmitter that scientists believe trigger feelings of happiness and well-being. Yeah. No wonder I'm so stoked all the time. I'm constantly shoving biscotti in my mouth. Really? Uh, it's I, one of the easy bachelor type things to eat at that's home. That's true. I try not to eat it a lot because of the carbs. But the carbs See are good for you. See how sad I am that's, when I talk about yeah. being low carb? Okay. So Stupid. I have a quiz for you. Okay. I like quizzes. We haven't um, done a quiz in a while. This is just a three part quiz. Okay. Um, the, the first one's easy. What's the number one country that eats pasta? Italy. Boom. <laughs> what are the number two and three countries that consume pasta? The United States. Nope. China. Not even close. Well, Brazil. <laughs> getting much closer. Argentina. A little further south. Ecuador. Ecuador is higher than Argentina. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's not right. Actually, I meant to say the other way. Venezuela. Venezuela. Yeah. Weird, uh, right? Because it's very cheap. And, and people in Venezuelans, they're very poor. You want to take a stab at the second one? Well, I just bombed out on all those. Hey, you could guess. Is it for, European? Uh, I don't know. Tunisia. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I but don't you know, know, it makes me happy because I'm good with geography and you're good with math. That's it's like combined, we're like one full brain. You've been to all around That's the world. That's true, I have. I've stayed at home and calculated how Actually, much it would cost to go around the world. to Tunisia. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look it up on a map. Mm. Um, you know what's really funny is I actually wrote down something for Weird Wednesdays that has to do with Tunisia. Oh, Tunisia! It's dude. Yeah. It's above Algeria. Oh. Yeah. It's but if you uh, if Algeria and Libya made butt cheeks, then Tunisia would be. You mean if Algeria and Libya had a baby, it would be Tunisia. It, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, this makes a lot of sense. Look at this on the map. Look how close it is to Italy. Mm-hmm. That's Tunisia. 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 <laughs> and then here's Portugal, Tunisia. where the biggest waves in the world are. Whatever. Tunisia. Uh, Did you watch 100 Foot? It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. still going. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister might be moving to Portugal. Okay. So I'm going to be a big wave surfer. 
Perfect. Cool. That is Food Fridays. And do you know what that means? Sometimes it's rice and sometimes it's beans. Hey, whatever. Sometimes it's sketty. Sometimes it's buschetti. Piscetti. Buschetti. Piscetti. Leave us a comment and tell us how your children pronounce spaghetti. Piscetti. And stay tuned tomorrow for the weekly wrap up where we talk about all the things that we talked about this week and we make them all combined into one story. Mm -hmm. And then stay tuned on Sunday for our weekly warm up for next week. Yeah. We love you. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you tomorrow. Say bye, Mr. Bye. <laughs>